This is Getting Stoned, the podcast about all things gems and minerals. I'm your host, Jonna Kreider. Today on Getting Stoned, I have my friend Franklin from Twitter, also known by his YouTube channel, Mother Franker. We'll get to that story soon. Hi, Franklin. Hey, how's it going? Great. How are you? Uh, excellent. I'm super excited. Awesome. Me too. So, you don't know about... Yeah, I can't even talk. <laughs> 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 you don't know much about gems and minerals. Um, so uh, when's your when's your birth month? Uh, April. April. So I believe you would be the diamond and um, weekend. Yes. So we can do a little bit of um, information that way. So you actually have uh, um, April is the diamond. And diamonds are known for metaphysically for purity as well as protection. Um, So it has a little bit of that in it. And um, also, too, let's see, I can pull up the uh, International Gem Society. They have a birthstone chart. What is the International Gem Society? So it's basically, um, it's like you can sign up and become a member. Um, they do gemology courses as well as many gemology courses. So I'm just kind of learning as I go and just a bunch of different uh, gemologists and people in the trade who like publish articles and um, they have a forum and as well as business listings. So if you have like a business, whether it's jewelry related or gem and mineral related, um, you can uh, list your jewelry business and I have mine listed. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it's a really cool, it's a really cool interactive site. Um, like a great way to network uh, throughout the community, I, I imagine, right? So, sounds neat. Yeah, I haven't really, I really just joined it for educational purposes, um, just so I can learn. Um, so, I haven't really networked, like, I haven't really, like, participated in the forums and stuff, but um, I have, I've learned, really. Gotcha. Now, there's so much to learn, like, you post so much, so many cool things online all the time, and I'm so yeah. interested in everything you post, it looks so fancy and I never know anything about any of it. So I'll have to I'm check it out. As I go. I, I'm really of the mindset that uh, we learn as we go, you know, like life is a journey. It's um, a learning journey. And um, you know, one thing I had a friend of mine tell me um, a master of their craft is just somebody who's a little bit more ahead of you on the same path that you're on. So, you know, it, it's really all about learning and just continuing to learn. You know, there's really no such thing as a master. For sure. I I heard once someone told me, uh, as long as you know, 2% more than someone else, uh, you look like a master. So whether that's true or not, who knows, but uh, you you learn something new every day, right? Yeah. You do learn something new every day or every other day, at least. (laughs) (laughs) Every other day. I like that. So diamonds. So, okay. So I'm over here and basically it is the most popular ringstone choice, obviously in the world. And there's a reason behind, there's a big marketing strategy, like the whole diamonds are for everything. Like all that was coordinated marketing efforts back in the day. And um, so they're prized for their classic beauty and clarity. And there's so many different colors. There's recently a pink diamond. Um, I don't know. You've heard the the rapper Lil Uzi, right? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, he wants to put a pink diamond in his face, which I think is pretty cool. Because if you think about it, we all wear, like women especially, we wear earrings. So we have diamonds in our ears. So why not in your face? Piercings, you know, gauges. Yep. 
you know, some people may think that's odd, but I mean, we all use jewelry to express ourselves in many different ways. Yeah, and it's, I think it's everyone has a different preference or opinion on uh, how things look, right? So, I mean, right. yeah, if if that's what he wants to do and that's what he likes, why not, right? All for him. So, yeah. So now each zodiac, as well as each month, has more than one birthstone. Yes, it does. Um, <clears throat> can we like backtrack for like two seconds? So yeah. The pink diamond that is actually like really neat looking. I was just like Google searching some images uh, of it because you don't see it all that often, right? Uh, you normally see the like classic diamond. Um, so it's, yeah, you only really see the classic one. You don't really see the other different colors. Yeah, so it's actually kind of neat. It's like see through pink. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's beautiful. I see. I follow the uh, the GIA. They're the uh, Gemological Institute of America. I follow them on uh, LinkedIn, and um, they were showing some uh, pictures um, a while back of the pink diamond, and I was just blown away at how pretty it is. Yeah, it's um, pretty awesome. Have you seen it in person? I have not. No, I've the only diamonds I've ever handled were rough and uncut. And um, I did have a pair of diamond earrings that my ex bought me for our anniversary, and they're somewhere. Um, <laughs> they were like, you know, bought at Sears on clearance, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you. I understand. He basically gave me money and said, go buy what you want for your anniversary. So I picked out the earrings. Um, I thought they were cute. But uh, yeah, not romantic at all. That's why he's my ex. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I figured the next time I buy diamonds, it's going to be something I create with. And um, I've only bought before black diamonds, gray, and white. Gotcha. That's um, awesome. For all, yeah. And black diamonds, they say you're pretty rare, but it is kind of like chocolate diamonds and black. I mean, you can still buy them um, if you have the money, depending on the type do you want it raw uncut or do you want it cut and faceted with a high clarity and a high value um so but i often go um i like the raw and uncut version of the diamond better it's just i don't know to me it's more natural and earthy and i like that vibe like that style you know like yeah rather than like never heard of a diamond with copper yeah exactly (laughs) You know, in its own way, it's is more unique than the standard um, jewelers. So we're saying um, astrological signs. You're asking. Yeah. Well, you told me before you were in Aries, and um, since we're, you know, you're learning about your birthstone, there's more than one birthstone um, for your month, and it's pretty much based on your zodiac. So for Aries and. I'm looking at Gem Select. It's a website that sells gemstones and minerals as well. And I buy some of my stuff from them. So I'm looking at one of their posts now. And they're talking about Aries. And um, they have like four different stones. But I have a book by Judy Hall. It's actually, I have it as an ebook on my phone. And she goes into more detail about the um, gemstones of your birth. Like, you know, there's, depending on your birth chart, like if you follow astrology really well. So, you could have like your moon gem sign as well as your rising sign, the gemstones for your rising sign. So, you know, there's so many different like avenues you can explore in that aspect. But I didn't um, realize it was that advanced. 
Yeah, I'm not a pro at that. You know, I'm like, I just know I'm a Scorpio with a Libra rising and a Gemini moon. And I don't even know the stones for Gemini by heart. I barely know the one Scorpio by heart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I have to like refer to Google often. (laughs) Well, it goes back to what we were saying, what, like six minutes ago? You learn, you keep learning, right? we're learning as we go, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's really cool. Um. So, okay, so the gem select, I have it pull up, um, and I'll send you the link later, too, if you want to look at it. For sure. Um, so, it says, the zodiac sign Aries, it has two stones associated with it, bloodstone and diamond. And there's a little bit of history about the bloodstone I'll tell you about. Um, it also has the planetary stone, which is Jasper, and the talismanic stone, which is my birthstone, Topaz. So, it's pretty interesting. That's real, um, yeah, that's neat. Yeah, so I'd have to research, like, what these means, the talismanic stone and the planetary stone. So that's, you know, I don't really, astrology is not really my field. But I will tell you what I know about bloodstone. Now, I've done um, some interesting research about it. Now, I don't know how true this is, but this is just some things I've learned. Um, So bloodstone, the history of it, or the origin story of it is... um, and I, I cannot remember the website. I have to re-find it and re-look it up. But it's really fascinating because it's associated with the death of Christ. Now, you know how Christ was crucified on the cross, right? Yep, I'm aware. Everybody knows that story. So basically, the legend has it is that when Christ was crucified, he bled. And when he bled, the stone that the ground that the cross was on, it was a green stone. And when he bled, his blood would drip onto the stone, and that's where bloodstone comes from. Ah, I never knew that. Yeah, it's a really cool legend. Um, it's really interesting. It's, um, okay, so I don't want to get in like the whole religion topic. But is there any type of science that backs that up at all? Like the origins? Um, as far as I can tell, no. Um, I think it's just like a myth, but um. I mean, it's a cool story. I mean, it is a really cool yeah. story. It's a fun story to tell. It really is. Um, but I do know bloodstone is also associated with blood and stopping bleeding. And, um, you know, there are different stories dotted throughout that people will say, oh, I put a bloodstone on this wound and it completely healed or it stopped the bleeding. And I will say this I had cut myself once and I didn't have anything, I didn't have a band aid or I had a bloodstone. And I used it. Like, you know what? What the hell? Did it work? So I put it on the like I washed the wound and I washed the stone and then I put it on and I just kind of like held it there. And I think with the you know when you hold something on the wound it stops bleeding. But it actually you know I think there might be some type of mineral in it that helps coagulate or helps slow down the bleeding because it actually literally did stop. And um, I wound up um, getting a band aid from a friend. But the wound was practically, like, completely healed. Like, you would put Neosporin on it and put a Band-Aid on yeah. it. Um, it was, yeah, it was, like, almost completely That's healed. That's incredible. I Next day. So, basically, what I've learned today is make sure you have Bloodstone <laughs> nearby at all times, right? <laughs> yeah. And Bloodstone is a type of Jasper. Um, so, Jasper is actually, quartz is a type of quartz. Uh, so quartz is kind of silicon dioxide. It's the most common mineral pretty much on our planet. And there's so many different varieties. And Jasper is just one of many varieties of quartz. And 
Light Quartz Jasper has its own different variety. I feel like you can make like a hierarchy uh, starting from like raw goods and keep going down and you'd have like a massive tree. Like, yeah, like a family tree at Christmas. Yeah, basically like a ridiculous tree um, from the little bit that I know. And I don't know a whole lot. Um, like I told you before I came on, like, assume I know nothing. Right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you'd have like an insane family tree of crystals. Yeah, it's, and you know, they're all interrelated too. Now, another name for bloodstone is heliotrope. Okay. Yeah, so it's a mix of quartz and jasper, and sometimes it has chalcedony in it too, which is like the another mineral that's very familiar with quartz, that has a lot of quartz in it. So, I'm, I'm like, I know you have your uh, jewelry business that I have to actually make some purchases from you. Uh, you have to do very well with all the different horoscope uh, like gems and uh, <laughs> I'm going to butcher mm-hmm. it, but uh, yeah, you must do like extremely well, right? Because like births, birthstones must be very popular. Well, for me, well, I get a lot of people who want a stone for what their meta- metaphysical properties are. Um, versus the birthstone that birthstones are popular but i have people that say hey do you have a crystal that does this or does that or somebody will say hey i I saw you talking about this mineral and i'd like to have something made with that mineral gotcha so that's kind of where where the business comes in on that and um i don't really market birthstones because um everybody markets birthstones and i I just don't think like i'm like when i make stuff i just want to like let the creativity flow like i'll see a cool stone i say oh i'll make something with that and if it sells great if not then i'll just wear it see that makes a lot more sense because i was going to say like the birthstones here are extremely popular right so uh it makes more sense for you to market something that you enjoy and your creative side and things you enjoy right yeah. uh no i mean both parties, yeah no no for sure you know, both no no i get it it's just more curiosity than anything else right yeah Cause see, I got into this on the metaphysical side, like, cause I do believe in like the properties of crystals. Um, the thing about it is, is that most people think it's either religious or it's um, either pseudoscience. Really, is all it is is energy, and everything pretty much you know vibrates at different frequencies. We all do, you know. It's it's like scientific. Mat- everything has matter, you know. Everything's made of matter, and each thing like vibrates at certain frequencies, like. If your hand can pass through the wall, that means it's matching the frequency of the wall or something, you know. Um, but that's, you know, the thing about it is people say, oh, I want a stone that does this or I want a stone that does that. And that's how I kind of got into wire wrapping because I was learning about the crystals. You know, I was like, OK, well, I'll just make my own. And um, Daryl, who taught me how to do it, you know, he pointed me in the right direction and sat me down and educated me on the stones. And he's like, you need to learn the stones. You need to learn the scientific as well as the metaphysical properties of the stones, because if you're going to sell something, you need to know what you're selling to somebody. See, that makes a lot of sense. Um, And it's kind of neat that you like you're free to be successful in something. You have to have an interest yourself. And then you kind of go from there and uh, like you, I can tell your excitement uh, over like everything you do and uh, not just here now, but like, I mean, I've been talking for online for a fairly long time. Right. And everything you share yeah. and uh, I can tell your excitement and you're like so enthusiastic over it. And 
uh, you really know your stuff and you're constantly like learning, researching and uh, it, it's neat that uh, you got into it because you enjoy it yourself. And then you're like, I want to share this with others. Right. I, that's what I'm kind of guessing from what I gathered. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what it yeah. is, because I think this is like um, the gems and the minerals. It's just a whole fascinating world. And, you know, it's like everybody, they think, oh, I'm going to go and just get my birth down. And chances are you may go into a department store and say, oh, that's a pretty yellow stone. That's my birthstone. <laughs> and it may not be a citrine. It may be a citrine. It may be a topaz or it might be a scintillated either stone. And they don't know. They're just like, oh, you know, they don't, they just get it. They think it's November stone. They don't really have any connection with it. And that's what I like to do is like establish that connection, you know, be like, make it more personal, you know, and each stone has their own story. Even the man-made stones, like the cubic zirconium, um, the mossonite, they even have their own like cool stories of how they were found in nature and then became man-made. And it's just like, it's really fascinating the stories of the stones. Hmm. That's do you do you do you I'm not to put you on a spot. Do you know do you have like a good fascinating story off the top of your head? Um, besides the bloodstone one, um, there's the moldavite story. Sure, go for it. Um, so moldavite is that's my favorite mineral because um all right, well I'll start with Daryl's story. When I uh first Daryl first told me about the moldavite and it, remember he's the one who taught me how to do jewelry. So we were talking about it and I, and I asked him, I said, um, I said, Daryl, so what's the most craziest stone or wildest experience with the stone you've had? And he's like, Oh, that's Moldavite. And I said, okay, well, what is Moldavite? And he's like, it's a green stone and it comes and he, this is how he described it. He said it comes from space, but it's really a tech type that came from space. It was something that did come from space and hit the earth and fused with it or, um, and then he said, what happened was, is that I was wire wrapping and something cut my hand and I was bleeding everywhere. So Denise, that's his wife. He said, Denise took me to, you know, we went to Walgreens to buy some bandages and stuff. And I was sitting in the car and I was holding the stone in my hand. And all of a sudden I go into this trance and hear this frying sound. And I was like, frying sound. And he's like, yes. And then when he comes out of the trance, he told me that the blood was gone, everything, his hand was 100% normal, that the stone had literally healed him. And I was like, oh, okay, wow, this sounds wild. <laughs> so he's like, just the Crystal Blue. We were in Atlanta in Little Five Points, and there's a little cool store there called Crystal Blue. So he's like, go down to Crystal Blue and let and tell them Daryl sent you and let you hold a Moldavite. So I did that, and I went in there, and... The guy behind the counter, he um, he gave me a mold. He didn't give it to me. He let me hold it. And I'm walking around the store, and I don't feel anything. Frankly, I'm like, this is nothing. This is just like glass. You know, I don't feel it. And the guy was like, you don't feel it? I was like, no, I feel nothing. So he pulls out every single piece of Moldavite he had behind the counter. He had about, at the time, two grand worth. It's probably more now. And he puts it all in my hand, and he's like, okay, so there's this quartz, giant quartz spear and this giant quartz um, tower that they had. And he goes, go stand between those two and just stand there. Don't go, don't just stand there. So I go, and, you know, quartz amplifies energy. And so I go, and I stand there, and I'm feeling like kind of silly. Like, I'm holding, like, I got both hands full of these stones that are, like, crazy expensive. <laughs> and I'm standing between these two crystals. And 
feeling like an idiot. I was like, are they pranking me? Like, I'm waiting on Ashton Kutcher to come out. And he must be punked or something. You know, so, and all of a sudden, it's like um, an experience I had when I was young, um, checking the mail. I had lightning strike the ground about three feet away from me. Oh, wow. It was more intense than that. I literally felt like just electricity come through me, like, in a rush. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, my. I just. I couldn't control it. I was freaking out. And he comes, the guy from the counter comes and takes the songs. He's like, okay, you experienced it. That's what Moldavite is like. And it was just like really intense. And I was red, like my whole fit, my whole body was red. And he was like, that's the Moldavite flood. You're going to experience that until you acclimate with it. And I was feeling that, that insane rush for two to three weeks. Wow. And so, yeah, like I couldn't, I don't even know how I managed to sleep. I don't even remember sleeping there. I would go to work and I was just hyped up. Like my boss thought I was, like, <laughs> like, I was like, no, it's just magic. <laughs> like that sounds any better. <laughs> you, you were stoned, right? I yeah, I was stoned. And I went back with my income tax and the stone I bought was like $96 with tax. And they gave me a discount because Daryl had sent me. And then when I went and I took the stone to Daryl, he wrapped it in silver and used that stone to teach me how to wire wrap. That's really cool. I kind of want to have that experience now. Well, I have plenty of Moldavite (laughs) because I buy it all the time. And I I wrap with it. And I always get it at a good price. And my source now, I buy from um, Silver and Moldavite on Etsy. So... A lot of her higher end moldavites, she sends a certificate of authenticity with. Oh, it. that's cool. Because moldavite is a stone that is often faked. Is it really? Um, yes, and the story behind that, the reason why is um, about sixteen, fifteen, somewhere in there, million years ago. Um, the the whatever that was that hit the earth, it did so with such a force that. Um, one of the theories is that is that it wiped out the dinosaurs. Hmm. Um, another one is that it caused a pole reversal. There's just so many theories out there. But it hit the earth with such a force that it was very catastrophic. And um, it fused whatever it was that hit the earth with the area, um, the mineral that was in that area. And it turned into this green glass-like substance. And that's Moldavite. It's green glass. It's a tech type. And it, it, it hit it in the Moldau. I don't know if I'm saying this right, but in Czechoslovakia, there's like the Moldau region. That's the area it struck. So there's only one source and they're saying that it's drying out. Um, but it's been around for years. There's so many theories that, oh, well, this is the Holy Grail stone. Um, one legend says that um, when Lucifer was kicked out of heaven, God first knocked Lucifer's crown off. And when he did, a green stone, a green emerald, fell from Lucifer's crown to the earth. And there's only one historical record of a green stone hitting the earth, and that's Moldavite. Mm, okay. And another theory is that um, the, uh, you know, the, uh, what's it called? The emerald tablets by uh, Thoth, or Thoth, or I don't know how to say his name, Um are Hermes, Hermes Trismegistus, who did the Emerald Tablets based off of Thoth. Um, the original tablet, the legend says, is made from Moldavite. 
I don't know if that's true. That's actually kind of neat. Yeah, it is really cool because there, there was, you know, back then all green stones were emeralds. You know, they considered all the green stones are emeralds. Kind of like in Minecraft. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There, there's my reference. No, <laughs> I, I never, <laughs> like, honestly, I've never realized, and I guess there would be, uh, I never realized, like, the really neat, like, theories or stories or parables or whatever you want to call them behind all the different stones. I think that's really neat. Uh yeah, there's another one. Um, I'm trying to remember, um, Garnet, and I have to go. Let me pull up one. I actually have some notes on Garnet. Um, let me pull. There's a really cool story about Garnet. Uh... And the Garnet is well, the Garnet because it's such a beautiful red stone. It's associated with blood. And actually, I have it on my blog, so I'm just pulling You, you like up. the stones um, that revolve blood, eh? <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> yeah, Ruby also, too, has that. Um, but with the garnet, I'm trying to, I'm pulling it up. Uh, garnet? I write about stones. And this is why I keep my blog, because I want to learn about the stones. And um, just... Here we go. Garnet. Open that one. I have like three of them on Garnet. In fact, my first episode of Getting Stoned was on Garnet. Oh, that's so, cool. Um, well, what episode number is this now, out of curiosity? Um, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have them. I don't have like numbers. I just have the names, like Getting Stoned and then whatever uh, edition. Um. Oh, and there's one thing that's really cool. There's a, a heat treated. There are synthetic garnets, but they're not as popular. Hmm. Out there. So the legend is is about the Hunza warriors. I couldn't remember the name of the tribe. Uh, from Kashmir, and they would use garnet gemstones in their weaponry. Um, and the reason why it was because it, garnet was associated with blood, so the warriors would use them as pellets for their bows and arrows and then later on guns. Um, and it was said that when one was struck by a garnet, the injury would be bloodier than normal. Hmm. But on the flip side, garnet, whoever's wearing the garnet too, a lot of people believe that protection from any kind of injury that would cause bleeding. <laughs> That's... So, yeah. I mean, I would imagine if you hit me with garnet, I, I would be bleeding more too. Just a thought. Especially if it was cut in a certain way. Um, you know, they used to make knives. They still do. Arrowheads from obsidian, which is also glass, yep. natural glass. It's volcanic glass. Um, I have an arrowhead somewhere. And um, so, and they used to do like blood sacrifices back in the day. Yeah. You know. But the histories of the different gems, you know, it's something I enjoy learning about. And uh, I never realized. Yeah, I think that's like the coolest takeaway for me is the fact like there's some really neat history behind different gems. Um, and I'm probably I want to like, do you have to bring me back one day in the future? Because I'm going to like actually like sit yeah. down and like start learning about different ones. That way I don't feel like I'm coming to like your uh, Getting Stoned podcast where like I'm super unknowledgeable. Because I'm actually like really interested in all this stuff now. I think it's fascinating. So, 
Well, you know, that's the whole point of this podcast. It's not just about me talking about songs or you telling me your favorite song, but it's all about learning. Like, there's people out there who really don't even think about the gems and minerals until they read my stuff or interact with me. And, I, you know, if I like the idea of inspiring people to learn. No, that's you awesome. I, I appreciate it. Um, so, you want to hear something? One more cool thing about it, your yes. birthstone? All right. So, the Hope Diamond, right, is blue. However, under a UV light, it turns blood red. Mm, that's weird. Yeah, it's a, well, there's a thing called fluorescence. There's lots of gems and minerals that fluoresce and diamonds. Some diamonds do. And uh, I actually have it on my blog, but the photo is from the uh, Smithsonian. And uh, I think it's from the Smithsonian. It's from one of the uh, museums. And there's there's a picture of the Hope Diamond and another diamond, and they have a before and after picture. And the before picture, the diamonds are blue, and then the after picture of the UV light on them, it uh, they're like these really beautiful blood red glowing evil looking <laughs> diamonds. <laughs> uh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I'm supposed to be getting. Uh, I don't know when, but I uh, I placed the order. I'll be getting some fluorescent diamonds and uh, soon to play with. Make sure to share some like videos and pictures and. Oh yes, you know it. I'm definitely going to do that, and I'll probably wrap one and sell one and keep the other one. Gotcha. Yeah, it makes sense, right? I'm sure you keep a lot of stuff for yourself that you're like, oh, this is awesome, right? It's hard. It's hard to sell jewelry, not because it's not because of demand, but it's because I don't want to let go. <laughs> I really, I make it, and I'm like, I hope this does not sell because oh, that's I why I didn't it. breed my dog. <laughs> I couldn't give away the puppies. <laughs> I know how you feel. Yeah, no, that that's yeah. awesome. I learned so much. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Franklin. Um, before we get off, just uh, tell everybody what uh, you do. So I'm uh, currently self-employed, uh, and I just do mm-hmm. programming. And uh, for fun, as a hobby, I do a lot of like Tesla-related stuff. Uh, so I'm big in the Tesla community and uh, try to make like helpful videos for people to learn. And uh, I want to like help, similar to you, I like, just want to help people uh, learn and understand their cars better. So I try to like make more educational style videos than anything else, um, in in regards to Tesla. Yeah. Well, your video was in Franker. Uh, your your YouTube channel uh, was in Franker. Mother Franker, Mother yeah, Franker. on YouTube. So, so for somebody who's not who doesn't know anything about Tesla, explain why you call <laughs> it Mother Franker and what a Frank is, because I was once a person who had no idea. What so a the was. so Tesla has a trunk like a traditional car. And then on the front, it has a front trunk or a frunk. Uh, so Mother Frunker is just my sense of humor of play on words, which is this a PG <laughs> podcast? I'm not sure. Um, just my sense of humor with play on words, right, to uh, have some fun. Um, and I, the, the, the short story of the long version is basically I went to a meetup uh, nearby and uh, shortly after I got my car, and a lot of people didn't know how to use a lot of the tech-based features, and coming from a tech background, I was like, hey, uh, 
there should be like some really good easy resources to access uh, the tech of your car, like how to how to use it. And I found that a lot of the people that were making content at the time were very like interested in getting referrals because of uh, free cars that Tesla was giving out if you got like a referral for the car. So they weren't really focused on helping new or existing owners. They were kind of focused on getting new owners. So uh, I just want to help as many people as possible. And uh, I do like a lot of really unique stuff on my channel, but uh, I don't, I didn't like come here to give up my channel. Like I feel bad. So I know, but you, I guess I wanted to give you a spot just so, you know, put it I always feel there. so bad doing that. So I, you know what? Don't, because the thing about it is like, we have to, um, we have to build ourselves up. And I believe like, you know, if somebody had me as a guest on their podcast, I would want them to give me a spot just to, Hey, talk about yourself for a moment, you know? And what is it that you do and why do you do it, you know? And it, it, the fact that you want to help people through your work, that's, you know, that's beautiful. It's not like you're over here saying, hey, buy this insurance so I can <laughs> get a cut. You know, it's completely different. Well, it's funny you know? say that because we do a, a podcast and we got to get you on at some point um, for Tesla-related stuff. And we always give spotlights to the people that are on uh, for that type of thing. But I just don't like doing it for myself because, like, I'm not an e I know, okay. yeah, I don't like being on the reverse end of things, so I like giving, not taking. <laughs> yeah, I do, I like, um, I like giving too. Um, you know, me being in the Tesla community, it's so crazy that three years ago, I knew nothing about Teslas, I knew nothing about cars, I didn't even know who Elon Musk was. <laughs> You know, so I randomly started following him and then he shared my jewelry blog and then everything that happened following that and then my divorce and all the crazy drama and the support of the community through it all, you know, that's what got me to where I am today is really that community. That's awesome to hear. Uh, it's a great community. It really is. And I, yes, the Tesla community I met so many awesome. cool people like yourself, right? So, I mean, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Tesla getting to know you, right? So. Right, yeah. yeah. I probably wouldn't even be recording this podcast because I knew nothing. I see everybody has a podcast. I was like, well, I should do one about gems and minerals. I, I like it. Are. It's great. It's different, and it's something that, you know, I enjoy learning about. I just, you know, and even though we're still, like, live, I just, one of my things is I get really shy and nervous when public speaking, so this is kind of helping in that, overcoming that. Just Oh, it makes bit. a huge difference. It really does. Uh like when I started my YouTube channel, I used to do like 50 takes and now I'm down to like maybe one or two. Uh, and I feel like I've just become a better speaker uh, and as dumb as it sounds, I just become a better speaker uh, as I'm talking. Yeah. And like you said, you know, like we said earlier, we're learning for sure. And as I said that, I realized it was like the worst constructed sentence I've ever had. But anyway, let's just bypass that. <laughs> <laughs> one from the south we make up words like ain't and not and, well, yeah so you know. anyway i eat much to tell me ain't is not a word so i said what do you mean ain't ain't a word i just used it twice <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean if you go back to like shakespeare days every second word he made, said was a made-up word right so everyone accepted it yeah so yeah 
Yeah, for sure. And all the stuff like the D's and the dowels and stuff, that confuses my mind. <laughs> that hurts my brain, the old English. Like I can't I tr- I can't process it. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Well, it was great having you on. I appreciate you jumping in and next time, so pick a stone, research it and then next time you can Next time I'm coming with it. stories. I got to do some reading now. <laughs> Yes, yes. I frankly thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye bye. If you're enjoying getting stoned, then allow me to invite you to join my community of gym and mineral enthusiasts on Patreon. For only a dollar a month, you get early access to new episodes of Getting Stoned, free goodies such as my free guide to starting your own mineral collection, free exclusive Patreon-only content, and a forever discount for anything you might find yourself wanting in my online store. Check it out below.